Ladies, ladies, you don't have to wait for someone else to show enthusiasm for you. You can do that for yourself. We can do that together. Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, and I have the t-shirt to prove it. The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. Harriet Tubman said, Every great dream begins with a dreamer. Napoleon Hill said, The greatest achievement was at first and for a time, but a dream. Dreams come in many forms. We develop them when we're very young, and hopefully we achieve them. How does your adolescent dreams compare to your milestone diva dreams? Our guest today is Ava Albert, who will give us her real-time perspective on pursuing dreams as a young adult. At the same time, we can reminisce on the joy we had chasing and achieving our dreams. Ava, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, Well, my name is Ava Albert. I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Found my way here to Tallahassee somehow um, through my passion of music, actually. I've started playing piano as a kid. Um, didn't stick with it, you know, because we're kids. We want to do what we want. But it's just something my mom put into my into my mental at an early age. And then from there, I was like, okay, well, don't want to stick with piano, so let's just get in band. Joint band, was in band all my high school years, all my middle school years, and a little bit in college, too. So, yeah, music's pretty much ingrained in me. And I like sports, too, and other stuff. But, you know. But you like music the best. Yes, of course. What was the instrument you played in band? Uh, I was a percussionist. So all the drums, all the, like, marimbas, xylophones, things of that nature. Good for you. I could visualize that (laughs) drum line right now. Oh, yeah. What is the big dream you hope to achieve? Um, Probably my biggest dream would be to be uh, the mix engineer on probably one of the best songs ever made, which we're not coming across many of those now in our current era. But, you know, there's always room for more things. So hopefully I'm a part of whatever happens to move the people the most next. Okay, well, it takes a team to put together a hit song or worldwide infatuation with some type of music, any genre, Mm -hmm. any artist, whatever. Yeah. You said mix engineer. Tell Mm -hmm. us a bit more. What's a mix engineer? Um, So there's different processes when it comes to making a song. You have your recording engineers, mixing engineers, and mastering engineers. Um, I specialize mostly in recording right now, and I do a little mixing, but mixing basically is the process of balancing everything together. So say you have a guitar recording and a drum set recording, but your drum set recording is like way too loud. You're basically getting that guitar recording and that drum set balanced into each other to make a overall better sonic feel, if that makes sense. 
And for those of us who purchase music, CDs. (laughs) (laughs) No, CDs go crazy. I love CDs. But even if we download it online, there will be some area of credits. Mm -hmm. So a mix engineer receives credit, so we will see your name as the mix engineer. Mm -hmm. You will see my name on there um, as a mix engineer. Basically, anyone that has anything to do with the process of creating the song gets a credit. So, like, if there's an intern here in the process of recording the song and it happens to chart, that intern is going to get a credit as an assistant on the song. So, Very good. So what sparked your interest in sound engineering as a whole, but mixing particularly? Um, Probably uh, when I actually went to school for it. I went to school, well, freshman year I went to Southern University, go Jaguars, even though we out here in FAMU country. Um, but yeah, I went to my freshman year of college at Southern and, you know, partied a little too hard, had to come home. And when I came home, I found Art Institute and they actually offered a full music production program. And when I went in, I was only making beats at the time. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to be this fancy beat maker or something like that. And then got in my first class and they're teaching me about cables. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know this was important. And then I started understanding how important it was and this is honestly the one thing I would want to do yeah so I think school is the one thing that brought me to figuring out what I wanted okay and you said AI so that's art institute Mm -hmm. in Houston yeah in Houston well they have multiple locations but I went to the Houston branch yeah. yeah. One of my sons graduated from Miami. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, kindred spirits. Awesome. Decades apart. <laughs> <laughs> what has been your most exciting project so far? Um, That I've worked on, I'd have to say, one of my good friends, her name's Ashley. She, um, her stage name is Stramango, if any of you want to go look into that. Um, but she's, um, she's a saxophonist, um, she makes beats herself, and she mostly does spoken word. Um, but yeah, she dropped a EP recently, and I got an opportunity to mix like three of the songs on it. So that's probably the one thing I appreciate the most because that was one of my like me and her grew up to. In a sense, we grew up together. We were in band together in my high school years. So the fact that she trusted me with my ears to get that done for her was just a great feeling. Well, what's her stage name? Stramango. So it's like a strawberry and a mango, but you just smash the words together. Stramango. So it's straw mango. Mm-hmm. Without a W. So straw mango. Straw mango. Yeah. But her birth name is Ashley. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to find Ashley's EP. Um, what is it called? It is called uh, Bike Ride. Bike it's, Ride. It's available on anything you stream on. So if you have Apple Music, just search up Stramango Bike Ride or Spotify. And you have credit for songs. Yeah, I did like three of them. That you mixed. Mm -hmm. We're going to look for that. What's your favorite song from that EP? Um, Probably have to be Ride. It had the most layers and it's just, it's a great song. (laughs) It's a good song. Got to plug my homie. All right. Now, how do you plan to get to the ultimate goal you have of being the mix engineer um, for well, musicians? Mostly I want to start by building relationships because everything in the music industry is relationships. Um, at this point, I'm trying to get 
a bunch of different artists under my belt, recording them and getting them comfortable with being, well, ha- with having me as their engineer. Um, other than that, um, once I think once a lot of people start getting more well in tune to their own crafts, I'll be given more opportunities to show what I'm capable of. So it's just a matter of coming across the right person at the right time. Uh, absolutely. Now, my generation, as a milestone diva <laughs> over 50, and your generation yeah. as a youngster under 50, yeah, <laughs> probably under 30. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going to keep going backwards. But in any case, in my generation, it was a little bit harder. Women had to struggle more. Yeah. It wasn't impossible for us to reach certain dreams Mm -hmm. and certain milestones, no matter what the field was. But these days, it's very easy. Yeah. Still a little challenging. Yeah, for sure. But much easier. Without a doubt. Do you have many other women mix engineers that you interact with or honestly not encountered? Not at all. I mean, when it comes to me personally, I mean, I've come across one uh, a good friend of mine. Her name's DJ. She's out in uh she's back home in Houston. Um, I met her through one of my internships. They held an event at the internship, and a bunch of people showed up to it. And I met her there, and we ended up both applying for the same engineering job. Um, she got it over me, which well deserved, cause she went through school and everything for that. Me. I dropped out of school and I self-taught myself the rest of everything I know. So when it comes to women getting opportunities, I feel they only get them if they have paperwork with them. And then you got to get lucky like I did with Goldie Sound and um, find someone that's willing to just take a chance on you and your abilities. That's what I feel like I've come across as being a woman in the industry. So the more things change, the more things remain the same. It all comes down to each one of us. Yeah. How much we really want it. Exactly. And how much we're willing to put out to make it happen. Exactly. There you go. Credentials (laughs) or no credentials, we make our own opportunity. Exactly. Good for you, Ava. I'm really (laughs) proud of you. Thank you. A lot of young people wouldn't come from Texas to Florida. Texas. Yes. (laughs) I don't know if it's running away or running to, <laughs> but we're you're here in Florida with us right now, and you're making your way without a doubt right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good for you. Who is your idol? You gotta be a little more specific. Okay, with regards to production, music in general, or production, audio engineering, who do you look up to the most, or you want to emulate? So when it comes to, like, production and songwriting, things of that nature, Missy Elliott, without a doubt. I love her so much. She is the GOAT. You can't argue with me about this because it's just what is fact. When it comes to mixing, um, I really I really admire um, Mixed by Ali. That's um, if anyone... I don't know if these listeners are into rap music. I'm sorry. Uh, but This is your dream. Oh, well, yeah, for fact. Okay. So if anyone, like, knows of Kendrick Lamar, 
his personal engineer. I look up to, well, not necessarily look up to him, but I admire his work ethic and the way he listens for things. And um, I'd have to say another mix engineer I admire is uh, Jason Joshua. He works on a lot of um, a lot of pop records, but he has a he has a passion that's easy to like want to gravitate towards. Okay, and I like that. Well, your your first response was Missy Elliott. Now I am aware of who she is. <gasps> that's wonderful. <laughs> and but I associate her more with the artistic mm-hmm. part of it where she's the talent and performing the Mm -hmm. song. I understand she writes songs, but she's also on the technical side of it as well? Yeah, she's been, um, well, most of the time, um, if a person's in the room, uh, like in her case as a songwriter, they're probably the producer. So they get that credit as well. Um, When it comes to Missy Elliott, I prefer, I love the way she writes her songs. But a lot of her personal songs were produced by Timbaland. That was a factoid. <laughs> I just got off track. But um, but no, yeah, Miss Yelly, when it comes to her and um her ability to write song, like basically put a uh, put together a song, I admire that. Like she's really good at it. So if you found yourself mm-hmm. in an environment, whatever, you're at a music industry event, or she suddenly pulled up to Goldie Sound <laughs> outside gracious. and walked in here. <laughs> You had an opportunity to speak with her. What would you ask her? I would ask her, how does she maintain her patience? Because starting out, she got no respect. Like, she was writing for the girl group she was in, and they they made a couple moves when it comes to, like, 90s R&B and things of that nature, but not the kind of moves that, they deserved because she was the front runner and you know how people feel about heavy set women for some reason it's very weird anyways um she when she first came into the game no one was taking her serious and then she just started dropping classics after classics and then she started writing songs for other people so i want to know how she maintained her patience when people kept counting her out or kept trying to that's a good one i'm significantly older than you (laughs) and I would like to know that answer too yeah because we all still have to brush ourselves off and keep going yeah you gotta pick how does one do that yeah yeah so and this is related what obstacles have you had in your young life and or what do you anticipate having to overcome to reach your dream um I think the one thing I'd have to overcome mainly is just being given the opportunity in general. Because when it comes to the music industry, of course, women don't get many opportunities. But for a person to just feel like, okay, they're capable without having to see me do it or to assume that I can't because I'm a woman, I would prefer that. Um, can you repeat the question one more time? I'm sorry. <laughs> I want it was the second part and I can't remember it. Well, the second part was what do you anticipate being an obstacle if well, you yeah. hadn't experienced an obstacle already? Well, yeah, no, I mean, that's probably the only obstacle I anticipate uh reaching really is um not being given the chance to show what I'm capable of cuz I'm very capable, you know. But people don't believe you until they see it and they're not trying to give you the opportunity to see it cuz they're afraid their time will be wasted most of the time. So. Well, I like your confidence. 
I, I like that in, in your drive. Yeah. Again, not many young people will travel from one state to another and go across several states to pursue a dream, to get the experience. That's a stepping stone along your way. Yeah, for sure. Ten years from now, when we Google Ava Albert, no telling what we might see or hear. Grammys. Grammys. Lots of Grammys, hopefully. <laughs> well, you know, the past two weeks, we've been watching a lot of the Olympics. Uh-huh. And a lot of those people, those athletes, men and women, have a similar drive. There was one young woman, they showed um, something she drew in fourth grade and said she was going to be in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Who would think that that's true? It's a fourth grader. And lo and behold, she meddled. That was truly impressive. Yeah, that's... So Grammy may not be out of your reach. It isn't. I plan on getting one. Hopefully within five years, Max. Good for you. And remember, please remember, Gloria, darling, Milestone Diva, <laughs> Sassy 60s. Can't forgive Miss Gloria. From the Cup of Glow podcast. <laughs> Give me a shout out. Of course. You know, we got you, Miss Gloria. <laughs> all right. All right. Usually, we ask our guests to give advice. Mm -hmm to the Milestone Divas and other listeners who might have similar interests as they would. Yeah. But in this case, we're I'm going to ask that our listeners share their advice with you. Awesome. And if they're driven to do so, and if they have any advice or words of encouragement for you, Ava Albert, listeners, Milestone Divas, please, Send your words of encouragement or advice to Gloria at cupofglow.com and I will ensure that Miss Ava Albert receives them. Awesome. Let's not let her down. There's a woman on a mission yes. and we need to help her get there. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Ava. It's been a pleasure of learning course. about a young person pursuing her dream. Thank you for having me, Miss Gloria. No problem. Of course. Thank you for listening to the Cup of Glow podcast. We love what we do and sharing a few moments with you. Please remember to subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. You may email your comments to us at Gloria at Cup of Glow. Com. Until next week, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, asking you to celebrate each day and spread happiness your way.